Glory to God. We lift our voice up this morning, giving you thanks. With the fruit of our lips, we give thanks unto your great name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are the Most High God, that you are El Elyon. Oh, we magnify you. No other gods before you. You are King. You are the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we magnify you today. Oh, my. So magnify his glorious name today. Yea, lift up your voice and even rejoice, for he is on the throne. And he is watching over his word to perform it. And his plan and his purpose shall not fail. You are part of an unshakable kingdom. You have been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. He is on the throne. Jesus at the right hand of the Father. And you have joint seating with Jesus himself. So what is there to fear? What is there to be afraid of? Oh, no, 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 no. It's a time to be of good cheer. It's a time to lift your voice. It's a time to rejoice. It's not a time to be sad on what you see and what you hear. It's a time now for my church to draw near and to live their lives without fear. So rejoice and be glad this day for the Lord is moving in your life. Come on, lift your hands. Glory to God. Oh, we mengle paso cole neshe. Omra caselite e calando lomo son de dede. Omra di gongo bata. Well, what about this and what about that? What about this person? What about that person? But what about me, saith the Lord? What about me? I'm upholding all things by the word of my power. The sun, the moon, and the stars, and millions and millions of planets. I'm upholding them all. Do you not think that I shall not uphold your nation? Do you not think that I shall not uphold my people? A holy nation, a purchased possession. You are mine and I am yours. So get happy today. There's nothing to fear. I'm in control. Come on, folks. Let's give him praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, my. My, my, my. My calite es el hombre. En calatose en gelebaso que tise bracando mechele. Go ahead, PT. Because this is your brightest hour. This is the time to shine. Come on, church! The Spirit says, Arise and shine! For the light is risen on you. Arise and shine! When it's dark outside. Oh, there is light on you. Come on, arise. Arise and shine, church. This is your finest hour. And it just gets brighter and brighter from here. It gets better and better from here. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, church, yeah, 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 yeah. arise. Show the 
manifestation of the goodness of God. They'll run to you as they see the light. Those that sit in darkness will see the light. They will run to the light and they will begin to walk in the light. So arise, church. This is the time. Ha. Yes, 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 yes. Aha, rise and shine, for thy light is come. Know this, that even as great grace was upon them in a time of persecution and in a time of great threatenings, oh, saith the Lord, great grace is upon my church worldwide. Great grace is upon my body. And great grace is upon every one of you here today. So acknowledge my grace. Lift up your voice and say, Great grace is upon us. Great grace. Amazing grace. Big grace is more than enough for me. Your grace is sufficient. I stand in your grace. I'm saved by your grace. I'm sanctified by your grace. I'm strengthened by your grace. Oh, come on, folks. Great grace. Great grace is upon us all. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. So do not frustrate my great grace do not frustrate my great grace but rather embrace the grace that I have for you embrace the grace that I've given you to serve embrace the grace that I've given you to share yea embrace the grace and so shall you see it grow and increase and multiply and abound in greater degrees of abundance Lift your hands and say, I'm embracing great grace for my life today in the name of Jesus. It is through the abundance of grace that we receive that great grace is increased in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. No, not just for a few. Not just for him or her or this minister or that minister. No, great grace is for all. It is for all who will believe and all who will receive. There is a throne called grace that I have made available to help you in your time of need. And so the mercy of the Lord flows from the throne of grace for you, toward you, and toward your loved ones. And it is not difficult to access. My grace is accessible. You access my grace with your faith with your trust. Yea, lift up your voice and declare, I access your grace today. And I'm standing in the grace of God. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I just preached my message. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! Well, what else would you want to do on Pentecost Sunday? You don't want to come to church on Pentecost Sunday and sit up with the dead? No, we are alive. He is alive. He's put breath in our lungs. He's put a spring in our step. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. So whatever the devil's been telling you, just flip the script. Turn it around. And another good thing to do where he is concerned is to stomp your feet, look down, and start rejoicing and even laughing. Amen. The Bible says that he that sitteth in the heavens shall pout. Huh? Is that right, Raul? He that sitteth in the hands shall heaven shall wring their hands. Oh my goodness, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's not what we're going to do. It's what He's already done. Glory to God. The battle has been won. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. So he that sitteth in the heaven shall not be sad. He that sitteth at the right hand of the Father in Christ Jesus shall be glad. He that sitteth in the heaven shall just laugh. Glory to God. Amen. And the devil doesn't know whether you're faking it or not. Just go ahead and laugh by faith. And access the grace of God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ha ha. These are not drunk as you suppose. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that. This is the outpouring. This is the great awakening. This is the day of greater glory. This is the day to arise and shine. Oh, for your light has surely come. Glory. Woo. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Terrell. Let's rejoice together. Amen. That's right, John. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. That's right, Kathy. Glory to God. And so if you want grace to be multiplied unto you, if you want to experience a greater degree of grace in your life, I have said in my word that it would be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God, through intimacy with me, through a deep relationship with me. So come on, folks, let's draw near. Let's get him to know better and better and better as the days go by. And let's just see a huge explosion of grace in our lives. Hallelujah. Go ahead and be seated for a few minutes. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he giveth more grace unto the proud. No, the Bible says he resists the proud. But what does he do for the humble? 
He gives more and more grace unto the humble. That is, those who will depend on God. Those who will lean into Him in times of trouble. Those who will draw nigh to Him and say, I don't know it all. I don't have it all, but I know Him who does. I know Him who does have it all. And so I humble myself under the mighty hand of God. That you may exalt us in due time. Exaltation belongs to the humble. The less fuller of yourself you are, and the more fuller of Him you are, the more grace you will see. Everyone say, the more humble I am, the greater grace will be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Faithful to Him. Faithful to His Word. Faithful to His biddings. Faithful to His commands. Faithful to His plan. Those that are faithful like Joseph was faithful. Those that are faithful... Even though it may seem like you are in the pit, like Joseph was in the pit, I brought him up a mighty long way. And it was because he had an excellent, faithful spirit toward me that I promoted him and put him second command in the land of Egypt. Oh, hallelujah. And Joseph was able to be a conduit of provision for his family. I would remind you that I said in my word that a faithful man shall abound with blessings. And so Joseph abounded with blessings and so shall you abound with greater blessings and greater grace as you are faithful unto me. Hallelujah. Put your hand over your heart and say, Father God, I purpose in my heart to walk in a greater degree of faithfulness. Hallelujah. So do not be tormented one day more. Or one moment longer on things that you haven't done that you should have done. Don't allow the enemy to, to put you in a corner of condemnation. It's a new season. And it's a new day. With new opportunities. I've chosen you from before the foundation of the earth. No, you have not always done the things exactly right. But yea, saith the Lord, my mercy is just right for you. I am the God who turns things around. I am the God who enables you to fulfill all the will of God. So dust yourself off. Cast away the garment of condemnation. Cast away the garment of the past. And yea, look unto me. I am the author and the finisher of your faith. I will enable you. I will strengthen you to do all the will of God. Everyone say, it's a new day. It's a new season. 
Whoo, glory to God. Glory to God. Coming up now. Coming up. Coming up. You're coming up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Some of you are coming back. Glory to God. That's good. He's the comeback champion of the world. Are you listening to me? The devil thought he had him down for the ten count. But on the three count, he rose victorious over death, hell, and the grave. And the devil thought he had some of you down. But yea, saith the Lord, resurrection power is lifting you and enabling you and causing you to be and do all that I've called you to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have the spirit of the Lord speak that to me today. Don't allow the devil to to put you in a corner of condemnation. Stop comparing yourself with others. Rejoice in what others have and what others do. But rejoice in the great value that I've placed in you. Glory to God. Mm, Glory to God. Glory. Glory. Come on, let's lift, 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 lift our hands and give Him praise. Glory que salamate. Ese contaya no obra casite. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. Thank you. No condemnation. No comparison. Those are weights that you must lay aside. We have no business carrying the weight of condemnation around with us. For he said in his word, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For it is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that has made us and set us free from the law of sin and death. Under this law of sin and death is condemnation and fear. But you're under a higher law. The law of the spirit of life. And this law of the spirit of life in me lifts you. Hallelujah. Lifts you. Lifts you above. Above. And enables you to truly be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Glory to God. Blessed coming in and blessed going out. Blessing is a manifestation of my great grace on your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say it with me three times. For the Lord is good and His mercy endureth forever. Now let's say it together twice. For the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. For the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Ha. Ha, 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 ha. I change not. I am your God. And I change not. My son, Jesus, changes not. He is the same yesterday and today and forever. And I will never, ever change my mind about you. 
It's not a question of me changing my mind about you. It's you changing your mind about me. That is where transformation takes place. By the renewing of your mind. By looking into the perfect law of liberty and continuing therein, not being a forgetful hearer of my word, but a doer thereof. It is the doers, it is though, are those who think like me and believe to see the goodness of God in their lives. It is those that will turn the world upside down. It is those who will be world changers. Hallelujah. And what I got in my heart as that came out about, I don't change. I don't change. I don't, I have not changed my mind about you. I've not changed my mind about what I put in you. Even though the fullness of what I put in you has not come to pass, do not be discouraged. Be encouraged because it's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new season. And it's time now to arise and shine. Hallelujah. The gifts and the callings of God are by his grace. Amen. Some grace, some gifts you get when you're born again. Other gifts and other grace comes as you develop and as you grow. But here's what I have in my heart. I've put some things in you and I've not changed my mind. Don't you change your mind. Just because. Everyone has a just because. Every one of us could make excuses. Stop now. Stop all the excuses. And stir those things up on the inside of you that I've placed in you from before the foundation of the earth. Stir them up, saith the Lord. And they will come up and they will come into fruition and those things shall come to pass. Hallelujah. If you believe it, say, I believe it. If you receive it, say, I receive it. Hallelujah. So let's look at John chapter 1 and verse 16. Praise the Lord. And we're going to look at this in the Amplified Version. I love this. It says, For out of the fullness have we all received, all had a share, and we are all supplied with one grace after another, spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. So we could interpret that as stacked grace or layers and layers and layers of grace for every season of our lives. Every season of our lives. We've already found out that we can have been given unlimited grace and unlimited access to unlimited grace and favor. You know, Peter talked about the manifold grace of God. In 1 Peter, I believe it's chapter 4 in verse 10. If you'll notice at the end of that verse, he talks about as good stewards. That's faithfulness, right? As good stewards of the manifold grace of God or the many-sided grace of God 
Or as the NIV says, it says the grace in its various forms. Now, just like electricity has various forms and it is used for various purposes, the grace of God is many-sided. You can't limit this grace. I mean, it's huge and it's big. How do we get saved? For by, you can quote this with me, for by grace are we saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It's what? It is the gift of God. Aren't you glad you're saved? So saving grace then keeps us from being lost and saving grace imparts to us the very righteousness of God and forgiveness. But how many of you know there's also something called sanctifying grace? What does sanctifying grace do? Folks, we live in a very polluted world. I mean, the whole world seems like it's gone woke. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But this world is contaminated. That's why you've got to make sure that you make a covenant with your ears. A covenant with your eyes. A covenant with your voice. A covenant with your feet. Contamination. Pollution. Temptation on every corner of life. It abounds. But where sin abounds. Come on, somebody. Where sin abounds, grace does much more. So remember that when pollution knocks on your door. When contamination of the evil one tries to take you off course. Remember that his grace is much more than the sin and the temptation knocking on your door. So there is this sanctifying grace. Jesus said, sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. Folks, there's sanctifying power in the word of God. But oh, there's sanctifying power in the spirit of grace. And there's sanctifying power in the blood of Jesus. And so this sanctifying grace keeps us from being contaminated. And it is an impartation of God's holiness. Be holy even as I'm holy. Doesn't mean be weird. Be ye holy. Be ye separate. The greatest definition of holiness I've ever heard in my life is to be holy is to be Christ-like. 
has nothing to do with the style of your hair, whether you wear a mullet or whether you're bald. It does not matter. (laughs) Sanctifying grace is the impartation of his holiness. Now look at this verse in Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. Titus, the second chapter, verse 11 and 12. Let's read this. Ready? Read. For the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men. Notice the rest. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. So this great grace, the word of his grace, has a message for us. It teaches us to deny all ungodliness, ungodly talk, ungodly thinking, and worldly lusts. That we should live how? Soberly, righteously, and godly. In this present world. There's nothing weird about that. If you live soberly, it does not mean that you're odd. It means that you're bought. With a price. And you've chosen to glorify God in your spirit, in your soul, in your body, which all belong to Him. Lord, help us to walk in a greater degree of holiness. Now, you can't do it apart from His grace. But His grace helps, His grace teaches, and His grace is able to keep every one of us from failing or falling. Hallelujah. Different aspects of the grace of God. How many of you know that the grace of God will help you and keep you from being unproductive? If there's anything we should be as Christians is we should be bearing fruit. Now, we don't have a lot of time to go into John chapter 15. Your assignment for this afternoon would be to read John chapter 15. And you will notice that to bear fruit, there first must be a purging. There must be a clipping. There must be a getting rid of those things that prevent us from being fruitful. Now, I do not know what those things are for you. I know what they are for me. And this is a one-on-one, a one-to-one, face-to-face relationship with the Holy Spirit so He can show you the things that you need to work on. And the things you need to get rid of. Look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. Say it with me. Serving grace is the impartation of God's great ability. Notice in Hebrews 12, 28. Let's read. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Man, that's something to rejoice. You're in an unshakable kingdom. Let us have grace whereby 
we may sit around, twiddle our thumbs, watch eight hours of television a day, and talk about how bad the world is, and just keep collecting our unemployment checks. It didn't say that. There was a groan in the spirit. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve. Whereby we may serve God acceptably with what? And what kind of fear? And with godly fear. Now listen to this. This word acceptably in one translation means that we may serve God well-pleasingly. Remember Jesus said, I always do those things that please my Father. One way that the Father was pleased with the Master is Jesus did not come to be ministered to. He came to minister. He did not come to be served. He came to serve. What would happen in the body of Christ if we had this mind which was in Christ Jesus in us? He didn't think it robbery to be equal with God, but he humbled himself. And he served God. He served his generation with all of his might. He served us so much that he hung on that cross. And gave, and gave, and gave, and gave, and gave his life for a ransom for all. People that are sold out serve God with all of their might. And they don't just serve God logging time or because it's my turn. No, they serve God acceptably and with a pure heart, well-pleasingly, and I might add this, with great excellence. Does he not deserve to be served the way he served us? Does he not deserve our very best? Oh, hallelujah. God's in this place today. He's speaking to us today, apart from a few carnal remarks. Hallelujah. So it is His great grace that enables us to serve with excellence. Hallelujah. So if we had more grace we'd be able to serve Him better and to please Him more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. His grace, as I said, is our help. Now, one way that He helps us is the Holy Spirit 
helping us because he's our helper. But he also helps us by the word of his grace. Everyone say, by the word word. of his grace. grace. One more time. By the word word. of his grace. grace. Now notice this with me in Acts chapter 20 in verse 32. He says, and now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to do what? Build you up. And the word you there is referring to your spirit man. God's word is addressed to your spirit. It is spiritual food. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. As you get in the word and get the word in you, your spirit man will be built up. And that was what Paul was saying. He was grinning ready to leave them and not see them again. And he was exhorting them, I commend you to God. And to the word of his grace. Which is not only able to build you up, but to give you something. And what does he give us through the word of his grace? He gives us an inheritance among all those that are sanctified. Now listen very carefully with me these last few minutes. The word of his grace helps us to embrace our inheritance. Let's talk about inheritance just for a moment. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12 says this, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet. Meet is an old English word for able, which has made us able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. So what this is saying to us today is we are, to ab- we are able to access this inheritance. We're able to partake of it by the word of his grace. And if you want to know what your inheritance is, get very familiar with the word of God. Because our inheritance is outlined in the Word of God. It includes health. It includes provision. It includes acceptance. It includes favor. As a matter of fact, it includes anything and everything for your life that pertains to life and godliness. But listen, our inheritance also includes what his plan is for our life. What the designated paths and lanes he has for our life. Another way to say it, it includes our vision, his vision for our life. How many of you know God's got great plans for you? That's not enough of you. Really, how many of you know God's got great plans for you? That's about 65%. One more time. How many of you know God's got great plans for you? Amen. Much better. How do we know that? He told us he does. In Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the plans I have for you. These are not plans to hurt you. These are plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope. Come on, folks. 
plans to give us hope. The world can't take our hope away from us. COVID-19 cannot take our hope away from us. I've got plans to give you hope and a future. In the book of Ephesians, right at the end of verse 10, notice this with me. He says, taking paths, taking paths which he prepared when? The planner prepared paths for you. Listen to this. Ahead of time. (laughs) Before time was, you were on his mind. That we should walk in them, living like paupers, no, living the good life. Read the rest with me. Which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Mm -hmm. So what this is saying to us this morning is this. We can be prepared for what he has prepared for us by the word of his grace. And the word of his grace is twofold. It's the written word, but it's also words that come from the Holy Ghost living on the inside of us. So then, in order to partake of those things that he has prepared ahead of time for us, we must, get this, we must have vision to see what it is. You and I can get so built up in the Word and built up in the realm of the Spirit where we get to a place where the lights just go on. Where confusion is a thing of the past. The psalmist said this, that the entrance of His Word will give you light. And in that light, we see more light. And in that light, we get direction. Hallelujah! Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you something you can see. Something you can seize. Something you can do. Now, the more word of his grace you have, the more built up you will be. And the more built up you are, the stronger your spirit will get, which helps you to tap in to greater grace. For years, since the 70s, when I met this sweet girl here, Brenda Raylene Edwards Thomas. What a treasure. I love her so much that I'm going to take her to her family reunion in Pawnee, Oklahoma this summer. Yeah. 110 degrees. I've already reserved my room at Ricky's Hotel in Pawnee, the Pecan Grove. He says, you want the big suite? I said, yes, I do. 
But from the time we met, this girl was serious about her covenant with God. I was so desperate when I came into the family of God that I embraced the word of His grace. And here's what happened. He put His grace into us and built us up so we could embrace it and walk out in His plan for our lives, which is part of our inheritance. And folks, He's no respecter of persons. So what do you say we don't limit Him by a small vision? Say it with me. His grace strengthens me and enlarges me in the inner man. Do you suppose that God's got more for us? But for the more to take place, we've got to open up. If we're narrowed down here and we're restricted down here, we'll think and say things like, oh, not me, that could never be. But on the other hand, if we'll open up. Come on, just go like this with me. I'm opening up. I'm opening my heart. Let there be an expansion on the inside for greater grace in my life. What does this look like? Greater grace could mean a greater anointing. It could mean a greater provision of blessing in your life. It could mean a greater strength to endure hardship. It could mean greater clarity for major decisions. It could mean greater opportunity with greater ability. We're going to go, you and I, what do you say? We're going from faith to faith. We're going from glory to glory and grace to grace. We're going to finish his race with our eyes on him. And we're going to rejoice in all that God is doing in us and for us and through us. Pastor Tom, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, I had some more, but I think it's good, praise the Lord, for us to go ahead and stand to our feet now. We've got always have next week. Just raise up your hands, praise the Lord. Lord, we're so thankful that you have spoken to us today. You have spoken to us by your word and you have spoken to us by the precious Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus.